at the light. I can't help it. It's so beautiful. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. I'm me. He's, you. He's you. And uh, yeah, welcome to another episode. Yes. This is our quiet place episode. Be quiet. Shut the fuck up. Okay, we're gonna talk about that and a couple of movie uh, news tidbits. And uh, yeah, if we ever fucking get around to it. Yeah, take it away, Johnny. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot. Also, our piece of shit prediction. If you guys deserve it or not. <coughs> kind of getting bored with the piece of shit. Are you? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well. Uh, we're supposed to actually be doing the... <laughs> just read that. All right. A family is forced to live in silence while hiding from... Nobody can hear you talk. Shut the fuck up. I give you a quiet place. Maybe. That's <laughs> <coughs> not being quiet. to see it Thursday night. No. So. <coughs> oh, hold on a second. <laughs> That's a twofer. <sighs> and now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> and it's gone. Were we going to whisper this entire podcast? No, that was for the <laughs> trivia. The trivia, there we go. Um, totally uses me, Johnny. Great way to bump it up. This movie is is not bad. The problem, <laughs> there, there's there's multiple problems with this. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. There is. Someone else pointed out, you know, wouldn't if they if they already know if our, our world scientists already know. That these creatures are highly susceptible, you know, sensitive to sound when they have already created, you know, when they have also created some kind of a thing to kill them as well, you know? Yeah, that's, see, upon reflection, yeah, it was loud noises make them agitated. Let's... Let's put it there. Oh, yeah. this is what I wanted to say about them. So for the trailer... <coughs> yeah. <coughs> now... They they ran several trailers. Yes. I didn't see one trailer that gave away much of anything of the plot and the monster. You saw, like, brief little things about the monster. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in that last trailer, we saw, like, a, fl- like the, a blurry arm, yeah. and it was moving, and it looked like it, it was a quadruped. And you heard it do the, the chittering sound. Yeah. Almost, uh, what is it, like a bird? Um, like a raptor, almost. Yeah, but more like a woodpecker sound, yeah. right? And you you didn't you didn't see what the monster looked like in the movie until very very near the end. Yeah, which is smart, and I I like that. Um, but man, there are some problems with this movie. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I um I see this movie. I wish you had already seen it so you can you, you can see what I'm <coughs> comparing it to. But this is like a less dumb version of uh, M Night Shyamalan's Signs, right? Because, um, in this, I mean, this is it parallels in a lot of ways. You know, in Signs, you had this alien invasion where the aliens are showing up in weird places, and they're terrorizing Mel Gibson and his family on a farm for what reason? Why? Makes no sense, right? It makes no sense at all. And the fact that these aliens are, are you know, water kills them, it, it's just a fucking dumb. It, it, it's really dumb. But, but, this movie seems to do the same thing in a way with aliens, but it doesn't explain anything to you at all. It just does aftermath type shit, and you see a couple news clippings, but that's it. Yeah, you don't, you don't know where the monsters come from at all. Yeah, and I think that was probably... <coughs> <laughs> for the Sorry. most part, besides other plot holes, um, that was I don't that, I don't find that a plot hole. That was I mean was, that was smart not to give away too much because if you give away too much information, I think that it would be easier to break apart the premise. Yes, you know what I mean. So that was smart instead of science. How dumb that fucking movie was, even though I I like that movie. Yeah, um, I, I just like the fact that it starts eighty nine days basically after yeah the initial it, let's just call it initial contact yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and it was you know, but, and, and possibly aliens because of one of the news clippings saying something about meteor crash, <laughs> meteor crash. So, yeah, uh, and and the the other issue is is um, so it starts like it says eighty nine play eighty eighty nine eighty nine days or yeah. eighty seven days or whatever. Which yeah. is just a month and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's it, and it doesn't. Yeah, it's almost three months. I mean, I'm sorry, duh, don't. Goddamn, why did I say that? So it's three months. Yeah. Um, Where did I get a month and a half? Here it is. Genius level figured out the best way to repel a creature with extremely sensitive hearing. Yeah. And we have multiple weapons that emit high pitched. Like we literally have a weapon that doesn't do anything but emit noise frequencies. Yeah. And you point it at people, and it makes them violently ill. Yeah. So, why wouldn't they try that? Yeah. <coughs> um, maybe it bounced off their armor, their impenetrable armor. I don't know. <laughs> um, the towns, I mean, 90 days after they arrive, the towns are completely empty. I, yeah. They look and they like, look like they've been empty for years. Yeah, they look like uh, like Walking Dead style, you know, where there's grass and growing all over the place, and yeah, it, um, you know what? I think that that though, there's a reason for that, and that's a, a mistake in the filmmaking itself, was because they filmed the first scene last, because um, Krasinski had a um, had a full beard, and he couldn't shave it off because that whole beginning scene he he has no beard, right, and so. They um, he had to have the whole beard for filming, so they that's why they did that scene last. So what you see there is around the same time that the the film is set, you know, four hundred seventy something days later, right? Where it's set in the fall time and it's all you know. Um, so anyway, and it's later. It's it's that farther later. So that's a fuck up on their own on the filmmaking process, right? Of filming that scene. Yeah, and, and um, so they also live on a farm. Yeah. They live on a farm instead of in town where there's brick buildings. Yeah, and I, yeah, you pointed that out, and I, I didn't even think about that. But you're, yeah, yeah, and, and close to supplies. Brick absorbs sound like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that I mean that you did you notice because I didn't think about this, but um, if you notice when they go into the stores, all the potato chips and chips are there still. Yes, I, I noticed that. Yeah, and I, I was you know I didn't really think about it at the time, but. Um, something pointed it out that they, it was like it was saying that because it was too noisy of a food, which is I, I call half bullshit on that because if you're fucking hungry, you will be able to put a chip in your mouth and let it dissolve in your mouth it's, and then eat it. It's not. It's not. It's opening the bag. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. Right. Right. I know. Well, it's something. You, you, you see what I mean? So, oh my god! I thought I almost sounded like fucking Gilbert Gottfried for a second. So. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, that was that was funny. I but. I, that whole beginning, that whole beginning scene pissed me the fuck off. Besides the fact that it was given away in the trailer, and I, I think, look, this movie it doesn't have much of 
of a plot that was, you know, I mean, pretty well, much. Why don't you talk about the opening scene? Well, most no, I'm getting to that. Most of this movie was already seen in the trailer, right? Because there's not a whole lot of plot to give away. So, pretty much, except for the final fight, you see the whole fucking movie in the trailer, including this beginning scene where it gives away that the, the youngest son dies because he's playing with a toy. And then the monsters hear him, of course, and they go and they kill him. So, this scene fucking pissed me off. And it pissed me off because it was it was it was dumb. It was um, it took me out of the of the film for a moment because I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I, I understand about being neglectful and, and and you know oversight in the real world right now. Where hey, you know you do shit all the time and you look away for a quick second, you know, because and then your son your kid ends up <laughs> falling in the pool or or walking out into the street. Okay, right. I, that happens all the time, but not in this fucking world. In this world where the littlest sound could fucking get you killed almost instantly. Uh, th- these parents would be so protective. And if, if a kid like that is not, is not mature enough to not make sounds, they would have kept the little fucker at home. Okay? They wouldn't have taken him out with them. It, it just it makes no sense. So um, I call bullshit. I call big fucking bullshit on that. Letting the kid you know drag behind and, and no one's checking on him or anything. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, I don't believe it, and anyone could fight, argue with me on that shit if they want. But it's just no. You're right, especially in in times like that. Yeah, you don't put the weakest at the back of the pack. You put the strongest at the back. Like of the wolves, pack. yeah, you know, yeah, like like a wolf pack. So yeah, I, um, I call total bullshit on that. Even though the scene in and of itself, I mean, that's a good way to set up, you know, what their family's going through. But still. Stupid fucking decision making. Yeah, there, there could have been some other way that he could have died. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what if uh, he was walking in front of them? They get distracted, and all of a sudden, the kid sees a toy on the side of the road, and he grabs it real quick, and then he pushes the you know. Something. You wouldn't see the toy on the side of the road because there's nobody around to put toys on the side of the road. There could have been a. a there could have been walking by cars that are abandoned. Uh, you know what I mean? It, you can think of something. He had the toy. He could have had. He could have had the toy in his. And then he, and oh, he's walking in front of his parents. Mm-hmm. And if if as they're not paying attention, like they're checking surroundings or whatever, he turns the toy on. Yeah, you could have just swapped places, right? Yeah, they could. Have, yeah, they, I mean, it just. Yeah. It, so that was that was weak, and and like uh, what else? What else? A fucking. I think. Um, I mean, those were my two biggest problems with the movie. And then what you pointed out made, you know, I mean, I wonder if there's another reason that maybe they needed to get farther away from the towns. Maybe the monsters stay closer to downtown. I don't know. Yeah, but then, see, it, when you saw the monsters running through the fields, they were running from all different directions. Yeah. It looks like they were just there waiting. Like, they're patiently waiting to hear something and then go towards it. Right. Right. So, um yeah, I mean, but other than that, this movie is, well, you know what? There are other little problems, too. Shit. It's like we're breaking it down, right? Thinking more about it. Um, I didn't bond with the family as much. It was, okay, bonding with the family in this was almost like bonding with the family in the Poltergeist remake. You know what I mean? You didn't really care. I mean, I kind of cared, but I didn't care enough, you know, because the movie's, for one thing, too short. And when it comes to regards of uh, establishing characters, and it seemed to focus more on the deaf daughter than anything else. Yeah, you I know? and and that's that was part of my issue too. Yeah, with um, not it's not bonding. That's not the word I'm looking for. Um, I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I didn't yeah, yeah I did, exactly. I I didn't. There, there was nothing about the characters. I mean, they were good characters. Yeah. Uh, you just didn't relate. That's what. That's the word I was looking for. You don't relate to these characters because there's nothing to relate to. Yeah, I mean, uh, but at the end when there's that final sacrifice that's made by Krasinski, uh, it I mean it's it was important. It was an important scene, but still, I think if they at the movie, if the the filmmakers, you know, Krasinski being the director and whatever else, if they had um, added you know five ten more minutes into the film, you know of of more family, uh, you know, character development. I think that would have been way more effective when you got to that ending. You know, it would have it, you would have felt it more. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know, there's other movies that that that, t- that took the time to build characters together. Hell, even a video game like uh, The Last of Us, great character building. So it's it's possible they should have done that. 
So I kind of blame Krasinski for that because he took the um, spec script written by uh, Scott Beck and Brian Woods, and he uh, did a touch-up on it. <coughs> doesn't describe what it, he just. They said he rewrote the script, but I don't. I don't know how much he did. But anyway, he directed the film as well. So um, it all it all falls on him, and he should have done something. He should have done something to add a little extra time onto onto the film. Right. So <laughs> yeah, there we go. Science. All right. So, um, but, but, movie is good. It doesn't overdo the monsters. It doesn't, um, hell, it almost in a way undermines, underdoes the monsters. Yeah. I really like the way that the monsters were done, too. Yeah. They have the whole armor plating on their head yeah. and then it opens up, you know, kind of yeah. like uh, airplane flaps. Yeah. And, and, and then when they get the high pitch sound, they all open up. Yeah. That, that's really cool. It was. And, um, that's, that's a, that's a good and good, you know what um, design effect there, yeah um, and design do you um, and I, I bet you that 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 plays into more about the meteor thing like they came from space wouldn't you need that kind of protective armor if you're in space right possibly you know what I mean so I mean uh, I think it could work uh, that they're probably aliens I mean it, I think it could have been just as cool if they came from underground and then but then they'd be blind instead of uh, de- you know oh wait they are blind uh, see they could have come from underground. Yeah, I mean, I did like this is what Michael Breeze wrote. Every year, one genre film comes along and blindsides its audience with a tight script and performances worthy of an Academy Award nomination. And the performances were really good. Yeah, they were. They were. I, I, no, 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 no problem on that. But it's not a tight script. Not anywhere close to a tight script. There are, like I said, there's too many problems, too many unresolved open issues that explains nothing. Eighty nine days about. You know the the end of the world type of thing, so you know did 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 everybody fucking you know flee to government control places or did everyone just get bunkers? wiped out or is everyone just gone? Yeah, and I I'm I'm sorry, but you know, I mean, it would take longer than fucking ninety days to kill everyone on planet Earth. You know what I mean? There's just too many people, too many, but they're in the middle of the woods. So I mean, and it's set in Iowa. Iowa still got plenty of open spaces, so. <coughs> Iowa with New York plates. <coughs> yeah, I know. I, I I read that too. Yeah, they did about they did all the filming in spots of uh, in New York uh, State, but yeah. So they do that shit all the time, man. How, how many movies are filmed in fucking Toronto <laughs> that are set in the United States, right? So yeah, um, you know I th- you know what okay. Talking about that ending, when Krasinski makes a sacrifice to save his family, um, that was it, it almost, if I really think deeply enough about it, it's like a cheap way to make you feel something by him sacrificing himself when you didn't take enough time to do anything else. You know what I mean? Well, see, you know what? Actually, it's kind of tough, too. I, because if you think about all the other things he did, I mean, you know, he worked alone. Where he his daughter didn't know that he was working on a cochlear implant for her. Right. And um, is it cochlear or cochlear? Co- co- whatever. Yeah. Co- cochlear, cochlear. You say coke, I say cock. I don't know. All right. Um, you suck what? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it shows. I mean, then you see the little intimate moment he has with his wife, who I, I fuck, I didn't even know this, but they're married in real life, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Um, but. Uh, you know, I, it still feels like the son got neglected. He's the one that he was like the odd one out, right? Yeah. With it was kind of like uh, that was how the Poltergeist movie was too, the remake. Yep. Hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, all in all, this is a really good movie. Yeah, it's definitely you know? watchable from start to finish. I never got bored, not one time. Yeah, and it's in it's intense. Um, the way that the the characters work with each other, yeah. Um, the 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 use of sign language, yeah. Um, and even you know when they light the fires and you see the other fires in the distance, yeah. And you know the old guy, that's his wife had died, and yeah. How did she die? Because I just thought her stomach was bloody. Yeah, she got killed by one of those creatures. Well, that's why he was standing out there. Okay, does that? Then that's what's weird about that. Then that's a plot hole for me because. If th- those creatures fucking grab you and drag you away, right? They didn't drag her away. Not necessarily. They didn't drag Krasinski away. 
okay, they ate him where he sat. But they, you know, see what I mean? They don't just, from what the movie shows, it didn't show them, like, just leave. Once it got to body, it, it's on that body. You know what I mean? So why was the monster gone? Because there was no more loudness. She was dead. Okay. I, I Maybe you're right. I, I don't know. I, you know what I mean? Because I thought that, you know, they, they're killing also to eat. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe I'm just making a, an assumption. Maybe they aren't eating, eating people at all. You, you don't know. We don't know that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. But they're also killing because they're, they're indiscriminately yeah, they're killing. Yeah, like, they're like old men in an apartment. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Too loud. <laughs> Get Turn off it, my lawn. Turn it down. <laughs> what, what if that's really what it is? What if... <laughs> what what if the a quiet place all of the monsters really are just mutated old guys <laughs> that it, they can't say shut the fuck up or yeah. get off my lawn so there's just, just a bunch of old Clint Eastwood guys <laughs> yeah you know from Grand uh, from Grand Torino yeah just running around you know murdering everybody yeah <laughs> I told you kids to shut the fuck up with your millennials and your rock music uh-huh. and your in your spats. Yeah. 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 They're just a bunch of craggedy old people. Yeah. Know? That's that's what they are. Keep it down. Yeah. I see you out there. With your devil music. Yeah. But so, and then you have things like, like it, near the end of the movie. Okay. So this creature's in the basement with, <laughs> with Emily Blunt and the kids. And it hears the TV because it's got the snow going on and it's got that high-pitched whine because it's an old TV. Yeah. And it knocks the TV to the ground. But what about the lights? Like, literally, lights make that same sound. Yeah, and if they're that sensitive to sound, wouldn't they be able to hear? I would assume that they could hear on different pitches as well that we can't even hear, right? I would assume so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you you go to, like, dog hearing and shit like that. But I think it has to be just, it has, like, it has to be a certain decibel level. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't really care. Like you didn't hear, you didn't hear animals and mm-hmm. birds, right? I think they killed them all, just like in Alien Covenant. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, all just gone. But like the wind rustling or water, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that they're okay with that. So or fish, uh, you didn't see bears or no. You know, I think the bears are gone. <laughs> and, you know things like that. Um, Only you can prevent bearicide. But like. Like houses creaking, yeah, or things like you know things falling on. Like, what if it rained? Yeah. What if it hailed? Well, I mean, I wonder if like a natural instinct would just kick in. You know what I mean? Like it, it knows like certain things it just doesn't fuck with. Well, if it's an alien and it hails and you get all this noise, then what does it do? Does it go fucking crazy? That's a toughie. I don't know. Because we didn't see it happen. Yeah, because like I said, they, they withhold a lot of information so that you can't like break it apart. Or what about leaves rustling? So that's, that's, or or yeah. here, here we go, shutters banging against a, a, a house Yeah. during a high windstorm. Or uh, high-pitched whistles because going, you get that happening all the, the time. Going trees or going through the houses, yeah. Or, yeah, or you know, broken windows on cars and things like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, look what it did to the raccoons. <coughs> well, it killed one of them. Yeah. Oh, well, the other one probably got it too. It probably got you know just. <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> so, um, but you know what? This is something that threw me. This is part of the smart smartness of the film, intelligence of the film, is at first all those loud sound. Every time they did a sound like a scare scare sound, you know, one to make you jump. At yeah. first, I thought it was like this cheap gimmicky shit. But then I thought about it, and what I realized was, if they're constantly like. Dulling down sound around them as much as possible. Yeah, any loud sound is going to sound way louder than normal. Right. So actually, it fits. So it was actually no. It, yeah, they weren't making high. Well, except for when they screamed, they weren't making high pitched sounds. They were making this low pitched sound. Yeah. You know, which was, in fact, I think that every time it made that this that weird sound. Yeah. I honestly believed it was fucking up the speaker even yes. worse. Yes, that's what the sound. Yeah. Because that's what it, it sounded like—a broken. Speaker, a, su- a broken woofer on a yeah, speaker. Yeah, I've heard that uses a sound effect in certain songs where they take that and they'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's overall, I like this movie. Um, it's what are they? That's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, you take signs, you take it comes at night, and you you put them together, and you've got 
you know, what we do in a quiet place. <laughs> what are they giving it? Mm. Look, I, I, I mean, I know that I was, I was kind of joking when I said in my piece of shit review um, prediction for this movie was that, you know, wouldn't anyone in this situation realize that you cannot get the other person pregnant? Don't fucking do it, no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, they just lost a kid. Their kid just got picked up. Um, like, oh, God, it was an episode of fucking South Park where one of the kids just get picked off, right? Right. <laughs> so, by some monster out of the woods. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's just like, dude, I, I would take so many precautions that to make sure that she doesn't get pregnant, you know? No, no precaution. I, I just... Dude, I mean, yeah, th- here it is. Out. I mean, this is a movie about the sound of fear. That's that's pretty much what it is. And look at also, don't these things? Wouldn't these things be able when it's close enough to people if it can hear that fucking good? Wouldn't it be able to hear their their um, elevated heart rates? You know, people's elevated heart rates and shit. Yeah, what was funny is so I was I was there was something I was watching. I can't, I can't remember. I know I was watching something. It was either YouTube or... Yeah. And they were talking about A Quiet Place. And or maybe I was reading something. Anyways, they said that, like, most of the audiences... I like to throw 90% out there. So we'll just throw 90% out there. Like, most of the audiences, when they went to see the movie, everybody shut up during the movie... Well, except for the two fucking front people row, down yeah. the front. Fucking asshole. Fucking that yappy bitch. I've never been to the movies before. Yeah. Go have a fucking conversation at a cafe, bitch. So. <laughs> Would you just yell at people in the movie? <laughs> it's called A Quiet Place, motherfucker. <laughs> just yell it. I just. I, I want to take a squirt gun with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And put Jurgen's lotion in it, <laughs> and just shoot it at people that fucking talk during the movie. Yeah, I just squirted some Jerkins on you, so because you're jerks. Yeah, that's okay. Anyways, double, um, double meaning, okay. The um, I forgot where the fuck I was. I was uh, no, I was talking about. Oh, anyway, so the audience generally. When that movie is playing, yeah. you don't hear anything from the audience because mm-hmm. they're mimicking what's going on on the screen. Yeah, and that's effective filming. Yeah, and 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 it, they've done the same thing. Now, it's funny when you want when we went to go see this movie. Like I was really concerned with the the yappy people in the back row. Yeah, I thought they. They were okay. They got a little couple giggly. If you, I wonder if they were high or something. Yeah, I mean they were talking, but they were they were not being. Yeah. They weren't being obsessively loud. They were kind of whispering, I and know, I was fine with that. And you know what? I, and I was getting pissed off, but then I was like, wait a minute. I mean, they are trying to whisper, so I mean. Eh. Yeah, that's why I wasn't yeah. I, I wasn't really worried about it. But think about it this way. Marvel has been conditioning us for 10 years. They have conditioned us. Yeah. To expect the next one. Expect the next one. To Yeah. For the, for the credits, the after scene credits. Yeah. And to expect the next one and everything else. So when you go when and, and it's amazing to watch. It's really good people watching. Yeah. When you go see movies and just look at the reaction to the audience, depending on the movie that you see, like Deadpool is coming out, Solo's coming out, and things like that. But like movies like A Quiet Place or Get Out, yeah. you know, things that are really fucking intense. Yeah. These most of the people that go see the movie will just be quiet and watch what's going on. Because it's so intense. Yeah. These, at least these two, this uh, Ex Machina, which we talk about quite often. Uh-huh. Those three movies in the last couple of years have been so intense. Don't breathe. Yeah. That everything about it um, works well with an audience. Yeah. And that's that's why they say go see it with an audience because it's it's fun to be with an audience that does nothing and says nothing and they're basically rooted to their seats. I hate seeing a comedy. In a, where there's no one there. And then so, you know, sometimes movies are funnier, like comedies are funnier when you have an entire audience laughing their ass off at it, right? Right. Like, I would rather see Jackass the movie in a packed theater than, than see it with nobody. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I missed, I didn't see the first Jackass in theaters, and I, that's one of those regrets. You know, there's a few movies that I, I never got to see in theaters that I regretted. 
not seeing. Jackass was one of them. Because when I saw Jackass Part 2 in theaters, holy shit, that is a crowd experience. Same thing with Part 3 as well. Right. It's fucking great, man. It just it amplifies everything. You know, you're laughing your ass off. I mean, fucking tears are coming out of your eyes. It's, you're having a great time with how crazy it is. Yeah. So uh, what do you give this movie? Um, I'll give this movie uh, seven. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, Quiet Place. I'll give a seven. Um, like, like we 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 pretty much on our on agreement. It's got you know some definite plot holes and and bad writing here and there, but I I I see what was tr- what he tried to do, what Krasinski tried to do, and for oh, for the most part, he did a good job. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, yeah, I, de- I definitely recommend seeing. It. I mean, the movie's a fucking hit. It it cost like twenty million to make, and it's already like at two hundred and sixty worldwide. So, that's that's a grocer. Yeah, that's why the, the. I mean, I don't even know if the sequel would be would be necessary, but you know, whatever. I, not my, I don't give a shit. <coughs> so okay. So what was your flick of the week? <laughs> just fucking. I'm just fucking. I already me. gave you my flick of the week. <laughs> um, so Clayne Crawford. Do you know who Clayne Crawford is? Yes. Um, yeah, I just I heard about this uh, last week. Yeah. So Clayne Crawford. They, okay. So Variety writes: Lethal Weapon star Clayne Crawford will not be returning to the Fox season should it get renewed for a third season. Series. I said season, but it's series. Now that's the nice way to put it. Riggs. Yeah, he plays Riggs on Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Warner Brothers Television. The I'm sorry, the production company for Lethal Weapon, the TV series, fired Clayne Crawford. Okay. And we can, well, let's just read what v- Variety has said. I like this. Like Variety it. has confirmed with sources that Fox and Warner Brothers, I'm sorry, I, I railroaded you on that yes, one, sir. are actively searching for a replacement. Um, Crawford, who plays Riggs, um, opposite Damon Wayans Murtaugh, um, in, 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 why, why did they write that? Whether or not they were able to find a suitable replacement for Crawford will help determine whether or not the series gets the third season. They'll find a fucking replacement. No final decision has been made on the show's future. Fox's upfront presentation is set to take place on Monday, May 14th. Um, they declined to comment. Reps for Crawford did not immediately answer Variety's request. This is such bullshit because this is all over the fucking place. Okay? Um, Look, I, I, I've fallen behind on Lethal Weapon, but I watched over half of the first season, and I did like it. I never got bored with the show. I just did a click. Holy fuck, how long has it been since I did a click? All right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Clint Crawford, I, I really liked him as Riggs. You yeah. know, they, they changed his character a little bit. You know, they modernized him. Instead of being in the Vietnam War, he was in the Gulf War. You know, and, uh, but, I mean, it, but mo- a lot of things were similar. You know, there were a lot of parallels that worked with it. And then there was things that happened in the movies that were used as, like, uh, references and stuff in, um, during episodes. Okay. So, Clayne Crawford has been fired from the from Lethal Weapon one month after the actor issued an apology for bad behavior on the set, which is... Fix that fucking problem. Um, and, and they say that the, you know, um, Crawford will be replaced as Martin Riggs should the popular series get renewed for season three. As far as I understand... It's been renewed. Mm-hmm. They have to fucking scramble to get a replacement for him because they ha- they're going into the next season already. Yeah. Uh, the network, which reportedly announced a decision by Monday, is said to be scrambling to fill the role. Uh, they're not really scrambling. Um, Crawford fessed up to bad behavior that got him sacked in a lengthy Instagram post two weeks ago, shortly after reports of his less-than-stellar behavior first surfaced. It is true I have been reprimanded twice during this past season of Lethal Weapon. The first reprimand was because I reacted with anger over working conditions that did not feel safe or conducive to good blah, 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 blah. Okay. He got fired because he's a dick. Mm -hmm. All right. But here's the problem with this whole thing. And everybody, not everybody, there's a lot of people that are defending him and this and that. And you can't defend this behavior. I don't care who you are. Mandy Patankin. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but hmm. Mandy Patinkin used to be a giant fucking asshole, and at one point he quit a series because of his attitude. Uh, yeah. I, um, one of the CSIs. Uh, 
Oh, Criminal or Minds. Or Criminal Minds. He left the fucking series because... And he was a good character. He was a really good fucking character. Because he realized and someone called him out on his attitude and said, you have a fucking problem and you need to take care of it. So another actor had said this to him. Yeah. I will never work with you again. You're a fucking asshole. What if it was Mark Harmon? And I don't think Mark Harmon was on Law and Order. I, I, I No, it was Criminal Minds. I, I don't think Mark Harmon was on I know Mark Harmon was on in, in the original NCIS. So, um... They're both CBS. Seems to no, be. it was it was um, it was someone else on the set. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to say Mark Harmon. <laughs> so, but here's here's the problem. Crawford fessed up to the bad behavior in a lengthy Instagram post. Who fucking cares? You're gonna write an Instagram post. What the fuck is wrong with people? It's like breaking up by by text, <laughs> right? <coughs> yeah. I have to apologize to in public, so I'm going to use Instagram to apologize in public. Fuck you. Apologize to the person. You don't need to apologize to us. That's not our problem. It's your problem. You need to apologize to Fox, and you need to apologize to the other production company. Yeah, shouldn't we be getting? A we re- don't need a fucking PR thing. Shouldn't we be getting a report? Wouldn't it look better if, yeah, if, if it was reported that he was heard apologizing to multiple, you know, people on set instead of him just posting it, just the lazy way, right? Yeah, it's it's like the Kevin Spacey fucking excuse, dude. This is like his fucking agent told him, or you know, I well, I don't think he has a publicist, or <laughs> you know, but well, obviously he doesn't. Yeah, so uh, his agent, right? You know, just give me the money, give me the money, right? So. He just probably said, yeah, you need to get something out there pretty quickly. Just put it out there. Just Instagram it or Twitter it or whatever the fuck, and we're good. Yeah. But why, why? Who cares? This is such bullshit. This whole Hollywood factory thing is fucking, <coughs> is fucking garbage because we have, to, we have to immediately issue a press release to apologize. We, we need to word it properly. We need the lawyer to speak it's it up. It's called the cover your ass clause. I don't give a fuck. You know that. Yeah. And... Uh, um, and this isn't even an apology. It's PR bullshit. <coughs> I love, respect, and care for my crew and cast. Would never intentionally jeopardize so many jobs. <coughs> Fuck! I hate this goddamn cold. Moreover, I love the process of making film and television. I appreciate and respect the work of everyone involved. It takes a village. I am incredibly sorry if my passion for doing good work has ever made anyone feel less than comfortable on our set or feel less than celebrated for their efforts. Furthermore, I apologize to all the crew and cast for any negative attention Lethal Weapon is receiving because of these incidents. Fox has not yet renewed Lethal Weapon for a third season despite high viewership, and Crawford's behavior has been speculated as a possible cause of hesitation from the network. Okay, so he he writes two paragraphs of apology. That's... I. I don't buy it. I don't buy and, his bullshit and he excuse. And he justified himself. He justified his actions by saying that he's extremely passionate about what he does. Yeah, I'm. And I'm. Inc- I am. I am incredibly sorry if my passion for doing good work has made anyone feel less than comfortable on our set. Yeah, which means that uh, I'm justified in doing what I want to do because I'm an actor. Yeah, because he. He, um, yeah, he really believes in what he's doing. I have a passion, and if you get in my way of my get in the way of my passion, it bugs me when people force their their passions on other people. You know what I mean? Like, fucking tone it back, brother. Tone it back. Yeah. I it, see. What would have been better is I am an asshole. Yeah. And I am going to anger management classes because of my fucking problems. Yeah, that's unfortunate because I mean I, I you know I don't know about the dude. Well, I mean right here kind of says something about him. But um, on on the show, I loved his performance as Riggs. He was really good. He was entertaining. I, I sympathize with his character. It, it worked for me. So you know, it doesn't work for me. Well, he's a fucking idiot. That's, Look at that the hair. Actor's an idiot. Come on. Well, he's an Aussie. What do you want from him? The actor's and, an Aussie. and he has a mustache. He's an Aussie. M- Mer- Riggs. Riggs shouldn't have a mustache. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't. You can't be Riggs and have a mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that fucking Ray Liotta mouth going. Look, on. I, it's you know, look, look, look. He's, he's, it's a TV show version. I don't expect everything to be the same anyway. 
So I, I don't expect everything to be the same, but Riggs can't have a mustache. I'm sorry. It you, would doesn't you relate that me. to like, like say if they redid Kojak and the dude had hair on his head? Yeah, that 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 close to you. That would be yeah, you you have to look. <coughs> Remember what I said about fundamentally changing characters. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also one other thing about fundamentally changing characters, which is when you create a character. And yeah, I'm sure they can grow mustaches and stuff. Yeah, but shave it off. At some point, shave it off. You have a character that I just, it doesn't look right on him. Yeah. Like, if he had, like, the goatee thing, like, there's a picture of him with a goatee, like, I could buy that. Uh Okay? I'm fine with that. But a a fucking, he's got the full-on goddamn Super Troopers mustache going on. (laughs) And for me, that doesn't work. He's got a porn stash. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, like I said, it's, it's unfortunate, dude. That, you know, like if he had the mustache with like a couple days beard growth or whatever. Yeah. Okay, I'm good with that. But he's got a cop mustache, and I'm sorry. Riggs is supposed to be a detective, yeah. right? Yeah, and they they are. They and are he's good. got a fucking cop mustache. Look at that. Might as well just yell "cop" right now. <laughs> Well, the, the hair is what throws everybody off, and yeah, <laughs> and and that and that's that's, that I I know it's petty, but it uh, doesn't work. Well, it sounds like he was petty on set as well. Yeah. So all right, and and fine, whatever. But I mean that that right there makes me not even really want to go back and finish what I've missed already with the show. Yeah. You know? Well, there's there's been plenty of times that actors have been complete dicks and they fired them from from. TV shows and whatnot. David Caruso, yeah, and he made it. He made it back just fine. But the problem, again, the problem with this whole thing is David that Caruso. this has been coming for a long while, and with the way that everything is shaken out, then they say, "Oh, they're scrambling." They're really not scrambling. This wasn't a last-minute decision. This was something that was planned months ago. Stewing. Yeah. Exactly. Stewing. Um, this this was already in in the works months ago. That's gonna be a new thing. Stewing. <laughs> I've just been sitting here stewing. His wife is named Sunshine Kiki Brown. That's a name. It's cute. She does look. Now that I see their names, Kiki, it's like, yep, she's she's a, she's either a Kiwi or an Aussie. Just that smile, right? Kiki. I'm Kiki. Mm. <laughs> She um she uh she's not Australian. It's just a quinky dink. Yeah. Um ethnicity, really? We need the ethnicity. Huh? Thanks, article bio. Oh <laughs> thanks. Fucking she, thanks cunts. for telling me she's white. So how, how, isn't that I mean that's, that's just fucking racist. What what is white? White is we're all mutts, dude. Any white person's a fucking mutt, dude. Yeah. Unless you grew up in some lab in fucking Norway or some shit. We're all mutts. Yeah. We are not the pure race, right? Right. So, <laughs> it, just to call us white is like, what was it? Someone said, I'm not going to call myself an African American until white people start getting called European Americans, right? Right. I, I, that makes sense. I, I, what the yeah. fuck, dude? I'm I've never been to Europe, so yeah. why would I call myself fucking European American? Yeah, I'm just a white guy. And that's why I have a problem with, you know, Chinese American or like if you're from China okay, and then you come to America and you get Americanized, yeah. you know, you, you take the test and yeah. you become a citizen, you're Chinese American. Yeah. But if you're from China and you're and you're not a, a citizen, you're Chinese. Yeah. Just like if you're from Mexico, you're Mexican, mm-hmm. not Mexican American. If you come to if you come to fucking America and you become a citizen of America, you are an American. Yeah. Not white American, not black American, not fucking Latino American or Chinese American, whatever. Mexican American. You're fucking American. Yeah. And this this whole division of race stuff continually makes everyone against each other. Mm-hmm. And and it's sickening. Like like I don't care if you're a gang member. I don't care if you've been to jail for whatever. I don't I don't care if you do drugs. I don't care if you're you've committed a crime or a nice guy. 
That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Either or, okay? You're If you're in this country and you're uh, a natural or you took the test to become a citizen, you're an American. Or you're on visa for studies. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That doesn't matter. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about the fact that you come to this country to want to become a citizen, then you are, and you become a citizen, you're American. Yeah. And and it's it's the fucking people that are in charge and the people that want to be in charge, and like the Klan and all these other people that continually segregate the races so that they could have a power play about who... They, they look. Politicians literally redistrict states so that they can district out the poor people from the rich people. Yeah, and that means the blacks from the Mexicans mm-hmm. and the whites, and then and then and then the whites. The you have subdivisions of whites and blacks. You know, poor, middle, and upper class. Yeah, for white, black, Chinese doesn't matter. And all of this other stuff that's going on, and what they do is they literally hand create specific things so that they continually desegregate or they continually segregate not only the classes but the people. The same thing with smoking, the same thing with drinking, everything. Yeah, and and the people that are in charge continually drive this wedge between blacks, whites, Mexicans, and everything else so that we continually fight each other yeah. without... Well, yeah, and then we, we're, we're not... Fucking distracted, yeah. right? Always. Oh, hey, another McRib came out. Huh? No. <laughs> Blue car. No, as one comedian said, uh, he goes, every time there's some big scandal or, you know, president's doing something he's not supposed to do... All of a sudden, a new McRib comes out, and all of a sudden, you know, everyone forgets about that. You know what I mean? Little things that they just throw, little bones they throw at us, or little ribs they throw at us. So, anyway, um, yeah, I fucking idiot. What an idiot. Clayne Crawford. Yeah, and, 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 and that's the ego. That's that's the actor ego. You start making money, and, and everything starts happening for you, and then all of a sudden, you're like... Remember when we talked about the whole the yes yes man thing? Yeah, and, and he surrounds yes. himself with all these people that say yes, 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 yes. And then when somebody says you're a fucking asshole, yeah. he gets his little entourage. You know, and, oh, you're not an asshole. Don't worry about it. He's just being a dick. Yeah. And then uh, you know, but it's not just one person that's saying you're an asshole. It's everybody. You're a fucking asshole, and nobody wants to deal with you. Yeah. That's what so, I'm trying to get my, my son to understand is that, <laughs> you know, when you're being an asshole to everyone and everyone's telling you, hey, dude, stop being an asshole, stop getting defensive, and then saying, that, no, you're an asshole. No, you're doing that. Like, dude, start to listen. Yeah, nobody wants to be around people that are fucking Yeah, if everyone's dicks. telling you you're being an asshole, dude, your odds are you're being an asshole. Yep. So. Love you, but God damn it, quit being an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> or get your ass beat. Yeah, or get you get or a, get fired. Get a, you know get 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 bird pooped on. Yeah, because uh, bird pooped on by fate. All right, so um, a couple news uh, tidbits I, I read. Uh, first thing is it's a it's a official Bill and Ted three uh, called Bill and Ted Face the Music is uh, is going into pre production. It's going to be uh, written by the uh, the original creators of Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure and uh, I saw that Bogus Journey. Uh, it will, of course, star um, you know Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, uh, and then it's going to be directed by Dean uh, Pariso, who um, I guess that's how you can pronou- pronounce his name, um, who uh, directed Galaxy Quest and Red Part Two. It's too bad that they don't have the guy uh, David Leach, John Wick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, you know, because, I mean, Bill and Ted's more comedy-ish, you know. I, I don't know. It, but, yeah. But it's just cool, man. I mean, you know, look, I, I can't believe it's been that long since Bogus Journey, you know, because I, I really liked that year. 91 was a fucking great year for movies for me. When I, you know, I got to go, I got dropped off to go see Terminator 2 Judgment Day in the limo, all right? Um, I, I, I loved Point Break and Bogus Journey at that time, you know. Both were Keanu Reeves movies. And, uh, yeah, great fucking year for movies. So it, it 
it's great that uh, it's awesome that they're doing another bogus journey or another Bill and Ted, but it does suck that there's no Carlin because you got to have Rufus. But whatever, you know, I, they'll figure out something. Maybe an homage or something to him. You know, I don't know. But uh, holograms, man, holograms. <laughs> As Mike scratches his beard, I'm waiting for you to continue because you're fucking vamping. All right. So anyway. Uh, yeah, I like the I like the fact they're doing Bill and Ted three now. That, that's cool. Uh, we'll see. You, you said don't ask me, don't ask me what I think because I'm not going to tell you what I fucking think. Yeah. Right. So I'm not asking. I'll, I'll you. throw in my opinion when I want to throw okay, in my I opinion. Okay. I was waiting for you to throw it in, but you didn't want to throw it in, so go fuck yourself. Uh, and then the second thing is uh, Jack Black just said at a concert to the crowd that they're making a sequel to The Pick of Destiny. Yes. And it will be coming out uh, sometime in October once they figure out who's going to be um, showing it. Which, um, look. I don't care. You know what? I, that, that, the original was, it grew on me. And so because of that, I'm interested. I don't have a big boner, but I am interested because, like I said, um, The Pick of Destiny was, I watched it multiple times, and all of a sudden now I love that movie. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I've got a Tenacious D radio just so I can hear songs from the movie, and I can sing them in my car, right? Um, like Once Upon a Time in Kickapoo. Anyway, uh that's all I got, dude. What do you got? What do you got? I ain't got nothing. All right, then let's do our... Uh... Actually, I want to do... Uh... <sighs> why would it do that? I don't know why. Uh, shout out to my friend Joey and Skyler. They right. got married today. All right, congratulations. They've only been going out for a while, but... They, they, I mean, not that long. They've only been going out for... Months, a couple months. True love can never wait. It's that's what it is. Good. And Skyler's a super nice, super. I work with Skyler at Walmart, and he's one of those guys that like he's done every job. Yeah. And he was at another store and done every job, including manager stuff. So he's got a large assortment of name tags. Yeah. And um, no, no, he has two name tags. That's a Wayne's World reference. And. Uh, he um like he's a super nice guy. He's like six eight, <laughs> six nine. He's yeah. fucking huge. He's the gentle giant. Yeah, he's like tall and he's does he's he, um does he eat bananas. He's shy. No. He's he's <laughs> not um Ed from fucking <laughs> You got something on your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would get that joke at fucking Walmart. I know. But, but and, have, I, and I've said that to him. He, you got something on your face. Yeah. And nobody got the joke. But yet they know every lyric to every bit of every Kendrick Lamar song, I bet, though, right? I'm pretty sure they do. Fucking losers. So, um, yeah, so he's, he's he's a shy, shy guy. Like, super shy. Yeah. And unless you get unless you know him, he won't fucking talk to you. Yeah. So when I started there, he was working in Garden, and he was one of the cashiers and stuff like that, and started talking with him, and, and slowly he started coming around. He and let you else. into his secret garden. Yeah, he did. <laughs> So, um, so, and then Joey, she's, she's super nice, super sweet. So congratulations to those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, you know, my views on marriage have changed over the years, but I'll tell you what, if, if you guys are meant to be together, all more power to you. Good job. All right. So, uh, next movie that we will be talking about on, uh, this program is going to be the Melissa McCarthy vehicle, um, Life of the party, life of the party. Life you're of the asking, party. you're asking me a question. Yes, I am. Life with, of the party with the fucking movie <laughs> sitting right in front of you. I yeah. You're terrible at radio. Just life, life of the party, life of the party. Shut up, <laughs> Fry, Fry. All right. So, uh, an aging divorcee who hides behind boring sweaters and a boner killing hairdo decides to take her long neglected Google. Well, I have no idea what the fuck that is. You don't. You didn't watch the trailers. This is based off the trailers. Oh well, you spelled it wrong. No, no, they call it a Google. Okay, whatever. You, if you watch the trailer, you want to watch. It? We could watch the trailer beforehand. Shouldn't have been a capital G. Oh, I was trying to be professional. <laughs> All right, so she just <coughs> decides to take her long neglected Google back to college and make up for lost time. Her daughter plays a disapproving child who lectures her throughout the film, while her friends cheer her on as they. Vic- vicariously distract themselves. It's a rough fit at first until she lets her freak flag fly and becomes the title of this film. 
It may be generationally awkward, but hilarity will ensue, maybe. My prediction is Melissa McCarthy comedies have always hit, been hit or miss. God, I'm reading this fucking horribly, dude. You read them all horribly, so fucking just don't. Horrible. Just keep... I mean, but isn't that one of the step processes is that you, you start to acknowledge that you read it horribly? No. No, some, you, generally you get better at it. All right, well, anyway, M- <laughs> Melissa McCarthy comedies have always been hit or miss, right? So through no fault of her own, the writing has been weak and, is, and weak as hell at times. You know, look at Identity Thief and Tammy. But with this film, the, the old person partying cliches are apparent, yet there's still a chance for redemption. Please prove me wrong, but Life of the Party will probably be a piece of shit. Yeah, well, it seems that every Melissa McCarthy movie we go to, I have an asthma and allergy attack. We didn't even see the boss one. Yeah, yeah. We didn't, and we didn't even see the boss movie. We, I saw a part of that, and then I was just like, I fucking yeah. walked out. Um, yeah. So I'm already concerned with this fucking movie. Yeah. Maybe it's going to give me AIDS. Uh, it's a female version of Back to School, but the difference is that McCarthy isn't a rich person that is buying her way into the school to hang out with her kid and party all day. Yeah. And also, there's no Sam Kinison. Oh. It is unfortunate that I, is it unfortunate that I'm actually looking forward to McCarthy's Lee Israel movie? Uh, this is not a piece of shit, but it's not a blockbuster comedy movie that she's uh, wanting. Uh, it's an atypical comedy movie about a divorced woman who goes back to college to party and not take life seriously. But near the middle of the movie, she's hit with some serious news and has to, quote, change her ways or be kicked out of college yeah, and never be able to get her degree. Right, where she realizes that she's going to be a, she has to be a mother figure, right? Right. And she's a role model to these young ladies. Yeah, somebody ends up in the hospital because of fucking yeah. alcohol poisoning. Or like or, the student that she's boning, she's going to be like, look, I'm too old for you, honey. You know, you need to find someone that you're going to truly love at your age. Right? No, that's not life changing. Yeah, I'm just I'm talking t- about life changing. I'm telling yeah. you, I can see that happening though, where it, she makes the the full house fucking moral, you know, turnaround at the end of the fucking movie. Yeah, it, it's possible, but I, I don't think she's, I, I don't think she's quote unquote boning. Like I think that, honestly, I think that she figures out that she, maybe she's lesbian or something like that, or uh-huh. she's she's falling in love with her husband again, uh-huh. type of thing. But he's been in a serious car accident. In, you know, d- like during the middle of the movie, she gets yeah. a phone call, and that phone call is going to be like, "Oh my God, I have to go!" Right, and yeah. then and then she goes, and it's like her mom's dying, or or her ex husband, you know, is getting married again so soon, yeah, or or her daughter's been in an accident, you know, and she's like, "I have to get my degree," yeah, and you know, that's what it's going to be, yeah, and I don't need that, I don't need that in my life. You know what I need in my life? Super Troopers too. Give me fucking. Something funny simple like Super comedy. Troopers. Give me simple comedy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And please, look, and like I said, man, Melissa McCarthy. I, I, I never blame her. Well, all I blame is her, her decision, her choices for fucking scripts. Sometimes that's what I blame. Ben Falcone, Melissa McCarthy wrote this movie. Yeah. So yes, it is her fault. Well, if it sucks. And Jillian and Ben Falcone is directing it, and I like Ben Falcone. Like when they're not, when they're in a movie together. And Ben Falcone is just playing this like, whatever he's like the bartender like in the, in the Heat. Yeah, he's a bartender. Yeah, right. Or he's just playing some like there's he's a he's just a bar hop, right? What? Yeah. No, it's a bar hop. Is a bar hop a guy who just goes hangs out of the bars all the time? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was a bartender. No, he was yeah, a, anyways, he was a bar hop. Yeah, <laughs> a regular. Been, he could have been the bar. Yeah, he was a regular. And um, and then there were there was another movie that he was in. That she like kept yelling like she he played her boss in Tammy yeah and and then there was another movie that he was in where she almost hits him with a car and he literally just starts fucking yelling at her yeah in, in some language or it whatever could have been identity thief I think it was spy uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> generally when he does these walk on appearances he's fucking outstandingly funny yeah but. And Melissa McCarthy's good. I like the like. I'm serious about Lee Israel. I want to see that movie for some reason. Uh-huh. You know, and it's based on the true story. Oh yeah, dude, she's good in dramas, dude. I mean, like with, um, the the Saint Vincent with uh, Bill Murray. Yeah, that movie's not all just comedy. It, there's drama to it. Yeah, and she's really good in that as a mom, a single mom. So, right. You know, it, she yeah, she can do other roles. Yeah. I mean, my my problem is is that her comedy has run the gamut. Yeah, it is. It's and she needs she needs a she needs a different take. She needs a, no. She needs to level up. That's what she needs to do. 
You know, like if you remember, like Rob, level up. Is that what you said? She, she needs to level up. Okay. Better quality. You know what I mean? Because like Rob Lowe in Super Troopers two, or Robin Williams. You know how like he started off with low comedies and then he did some really good. Like he started doing more drama, dramatic shit, but then he went back to some cheap. And then he started making too much money, right? So then they started putting him in shitty comedies again, and then. Yeah, but I don't think she needs to do fucking drama. I think she needs to do smart comedies. Yeah. Like, again, <coughs> Super Troopers 2 is a smart comedy. Yeah. You know? And it's... it's f- oh, not according to the critics. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck them. I don't care. Um, I think they'd rather go fuck a moose. Yeah. You know, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Smart comedy. Yeah. Things like that. I want Melissa McCarthy to do something where she's completely out of her fucking element. Yeah, like Steve Carell did. Yeah, forty-year-old virgin. Yeah, you know, or or whatever, and but completely out of her element. I still haven't seen Foxcatcher. Where the fuck? Why does that movie show up anywhere? <coughs> Too much heat. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. Just too much, like it's too close. Hits too close to home. Yeah. So right yeah, now. when when we go see Life of the Party, dude, I I will not be surprised in the least if this movie sucks. I won't be surprised. Yeah, I won't either. But we got Deadpool next week, so who cares? Yeah. So one more. Yeah, one week away from fuck it all. <laughs> Give us our Deadpool, baby. Yeah. Then two weeks from Solo. Solo. All right. All right. So this is all we got. Yep. This is all we got. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Good night. <laughs>